Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the Money Web at Midday Show. My name is Srek van Ikerk. Well, it's another interesting day in our wonderful country. Uh, it started with Donald Trump tweeting about South Africa, not in a nice way, all about uh, land reform. Um, and at least South Africa's response has been a lot more mature. And uh, But I'm sure there will be some ramifications. And ironically, Cyril Ramaphosa also wrote a very good piece in the Financial Times today setting out what the policy of uh, land expropriation without compensation is all about. And I think this is a good move, as it may clear at least some of the uncertainty and negative perceptions uh, about this policy. On the corporate front, retailers Woolworths and MassMart reported results. Both sets of results are not pleasant reading, and it just underlines once again under the immense pressure our local economy is under. And I'll speak to Ian Moyer of Woolworths uh, about the results um, in a minute, and especially about the 7 billion rand impairment of its investment in the Australian subsidiary David Jones. Maori Letuane of Lahumo Capital will also provide some insights about the markets and uh, Donald Trump's tweets as well as uh, the president's response. But first, let's look at some indicators. Uh, JSE All Share trading down 0.06%. At 58,093 points, that is uh, some breathing, taking a breather after yesterday's strong showing. Resources uh, down 0.74%. Industrials has gained 0.2%, while financials are down 0.1%. Goldy gold stocks are also trading down 1%. On international markets, the FTSE 100 is trading 0.09% uh, higher. The DAX also 0.08% up. The CAC 40 has gained 0.2%, and earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei gained 02 uh, Shanghai trading up 0.37%, uh, while the Hang Seng also gained nearly 0.6%. Let's look at some shares that are performing well. Clicks uh, up 3.6%, Tiger Brands trading 2.9% higher, South 32 has gained 28 This came up 25 Ittle Tile and Bitvest around 1.5% higher. On the downside, Exaro down 3.4%, ARM down 2.5%, Mediclinic down 2.4%, Anglos down 2.2%, Willys uh, after announcing its results down 1.9%. Let's uh, look at currencies. The Rand is trading at 14 Rand 27 against the dollar, 1837 against the pound, and 1651 against the euro. The dollar is trading at 110 Japanese yen. The euro is trading at $1.15. The pound at $1.28. Bitcoin uh, slightly up, currently trading at $6,410 or 95,494 Rand. Gold is trading at $1,188. Uh, platinum at $779. An ounce uh, down $12.67, another another poor showing of the platinum price. Um, and then Brent crude, $74.52 US cents. And on the capital market, the R186 stands at 8.96%. Retail group Woolworths reported results for the 52 weeks to 24 June today. Total revenue grew by 1.6% to 75 billion rand. The uh, group, however, made a loss of 3.5 billion after posting a profit of 5.4 billion the previous year. And this follows the massive uh, 7 billion rand impairment uh, of the Australian subsidiary David Jones. Headline earnings per share declined by 17.7% to uh, 346 cents. Um, and the final dividend 
was cut by 27.5% to 103 cents, taking the total dividend for the year to 2 rand 39. On the line is Ian Moyer. He's the Group ex- Chief Executive at Woolworths. Um, Ian, uh, welcome to the show. Um, the first sentence of the commentary to your results states that uh, 2018 has been a difficult year. Significant costs and disruption from transformation initiatives in David Jones and poor performance in our fashion business in South Africa have led to a result for the group that is disappointing. This was exacerbated by challenging economic and trading conditions in both markets. I'm sure this was painful to write. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was difficult to write and diff- difficult to experience. Um, so you know, it's uh, it's never a it's never a good thing to um, you know, to work through a, a, a year like this. Uh, we had massive transformation in in David Jones. You know, we had to do a lot in Australia to turn that into a business that was capable of dealing with the future. Um, we let uh, I think we we kicked a few own goals in in our fashion business here in South Africa. Um, but the, you know, the reality is um, we've also got some very good parts of our business. Our food business performed exceptionally well. Market-leading performance with um, our top line and bottom line up, I think, higher than anybody else in the, in the marketplace. Um, and our country road business in Australia um, showed uh, good, um, again, good top line, but particularly good um, bottom line growth um, because we cut back on our promotions and enhanced our margin. And for us, it's really about um, uh, what was, was. Um, we need to move on. Uh, we need to recognize our failures, um, deal with our mistakes, and uh, get them sorted and have a much better year this year. Yeah. The write-down for David Jones was announced in the interim results, so that is not new. Um, but I was surprised that in your results, you only uh, explain this in one short paragraph. Um, you know, it's the when that acquisition was made, it was one of the biggest South African outbound investments ever, $21 billion, And now you've written down a third of that. Uh, should there not be more explanation for shareholders and other stakeholders about what went wrong there? Look, I, I think we um, we covered that uh, extensively at the at the first half results. Our shareholders, we've had detailed um, one-on-one com- conversations with them. We've been very public to the market. Um, all the analysts that uh, report on us have had one-on-ones with us. I think everybody is very clear on what the process was for the impairment uh, of the holding value of uh, David Jones and the reasons um, why we've been absolutely upfront, open, and clear with it. Uh, so I don't think there's any mis- uh, misunderstanding either from analysts or the market on it. Mm-hmm. But what what now for David Jones? Um, can that trajectory uh, improve in the short term? Well, if you look at, um, we had a, a very difficult first half because we were in the midst of all of those major transformations. Our sales were minus 5% down. We went into the second half as those sw- systems were switched on as um, we moved our head office and people settled down and began to do their job and had the systems and capabilities to do it. Um, we moved from minus 5 to plus 2.2. Uh, in the first uh, eight weeks of the year, we've gone to um, plus 4, uh, roughly. So um, the trajectory is improving all the time. Uh, we're returning to doing the core job of retailing, um, getting it right for our customer. And the business is outperforming the market. We just need to um, take the systems we've got, stabilize them, optimize them, get back to trading, 
Um, we're spent, we're, we continue to invest in that business. We believe it can and will be um, an icon uh, in the Australian marketplace. So I think uh, first signs are, are good, early days, um, but clearly we've had um, eight months now where we've got positive uh, growth. So that's really the trajectory we see for David Jones. Um, on the local front, uh, another headwind uh, you experienced was in your fashion business. Um, what what happened there? Well, it was uh, really in our, our women's wear, wear business. I I think we um, we tried to get too fashionable too quickly uh, and take a, a a broad too broad a part of our offer um, to a more fashionable sub brand. Um, so we explained again that we we were quite clear that we'd made this mistake at the first half. Um, it's not so easy to turn it around. You can't flick a switch. Um, but we've done a lot since then in terms of reducing sub brands, reducing the size of those um, sub brands, concentrating on our core customer getting the offer right, bringing more talent, more structure, more discipline into the business, and getting back to the things that Willie's really famous for, you know, great basics, well-made, good fabrication, great values, um, building our ranges appropriately and concentrating on, on key items and the must-haves for our Woolworths customer. What is the process of choosing fashion? Um, who takes that decision, what clothing to buy, um, or what would be fashionable? Can you just explain that process to us, please? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's, uh, so you start off with um, uh, well out from the season looking at design trends. Um, so what trends are on the catwalks in, in Europe, interpreting those, um, looking at you know where uh, silhouette is going, where print is going, where color is going, um, determining from all the looks uh, on the catwalk what do we think is the most appropriate for each of our um, brands or sub-brands and uh, concentrating, you know, which are the looks that we, that we can interpret, we can think through, what's the color, the print, the silhouette for our customer, how is it going to work in the South African marketplace? Uh, so that um, we create our own design brief and that brief is given to the, the design and buying teams and they work together to determine um, what designs we're going to develop for our customer and the buyer's planners will determine you know, what the ratios between key item, uh, key looks and fashion and aspiration will be, but also you know, things like what's the mix between top of body, bottom of body, how much volume do we buy this versus that. Um, so that's essentially uh, the process. The food business uh, performed better, um, but what happened to the margins? Um, can you see the, the tough economic conditions in your food business too? Uh, well, uh, look, I think our, our food business performed better than any other business in the market, um, and we've grown market share for eight years running, and the margin this year was pretty much the same as last year, um, and uh, it's pretty much market leading at 7%. I think the guys have done an amazing job of concentrating on what Willie's is famous for, you know, real innovation, great quality. Um, but at the same time, over the past five or six years, we've really got our values right, our promotional activity is right, um, where we offer brandy goods, the price competitive with the marketplace. Um, and, you know, the, the, the level of competition is, is significant in this marketplace. So I think the team have done uh, well. Did the listeriosis outbreak affect you significantly? It affected us, but not uh, materially. Um, I think others were more affected by it than we were. Um, obviously, we took a, a very safety, um, safety first approach to it. Um, we were very conscious to put our customers first and make all the right decisions um, and put, never put uh, any of our customers at risk. 
Um, so clearly sales were impacted in you know a specific in that specific category. Um, and uh, but in terms of the impact on top line and bottom line, not at all material. What are the prospects uh, for Woolworths? Uh, of course, we are in, in, in tough economic times. Um, in your results, you refer to uh, these headwinds not only in South Africa, but also in Australia. Do you foresee an, an improvement uh, in the near future? Well, we've seen an improvement uh, in the last seven weeks and, you know, in certain of our businesses in, in the six months before that. So, you know, the key for me is getting... Um, fashion right here, um, which we are, you know, uh, advanced on, and we're clear the mistakes we made and what to do. So I see that improving. Um, and uh, in Australia, we've just got to get David Jones right. Those are those are the um, the the two uh, areas of the business we must concentrate on and have been concentrating on. So the tra- trajectory is to come out of transformation in David Jones, move into trading really get a differentiated customer experience and then in Woolworths get the fashion right, get our values right, get our quality right and give the customer what they've always looked for, the most amazing basics, best key items, best fashion in the marketplace. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you, Ian. That was Ian Moyer, Chief Executive of Woolworths.